Life gets hard when you get down. I'm just trying to figure my shit out. What's going on, guys? My name is Mark Anthony Joe, and this is Coffee with Mark. You know what I was just thinking about? <clears throat> I was thinking about this concept that, that everything in life, everything in life has its season, okay? Everything in life has its season. And I think that, no, I, I know, I know for certain that this is a, a concept that so many people, so many people struggle with right and it and and you probably struggle with it likely okay and, and not attacking but you probably struggle with it and don't even realize that this is the concept that you're struggling with for example all right for example i'm going to use an extreme example here but death death right us people humans um <clears throat> you know we pass away we pass away people die every day and unfortunately you know, there, there's going to come a time or there may have already come a time when somebody close to you, a loved one, a friend, a family member um, passed away, whether it was prematurely, unexpectedly, or maybe even at the end of a long and healthy life, they passed away. And I have personally um, been completely, completely unraveled by death. You know, I really have. Uh, when my when my brother died, he was 24 years old. I was 16, and it it, I mean it it, it turned my entire world upside down because I just I, I refused. You know, I I refused to accept it. I could I, I wasn't okay with it. Like I wasn't okay with it. And um, and long story. I mean, you guys have heard you know bits and pieces of my story. And you know what? It dawned on me the other day that I've never actually told my whole story on my own show, which is crazy. I've talked about my story on several other podcasts. Um, eventually, sometime, I'll, I'll probably just sit and, and do a story time. You know, but <clears throat> long story short, uh, once my brother passed away, you know, I started, um, you know, I, I became extremely depressed, you know, overwhelmed with grief. Um, and I started smoking weed. I, you know, became very antisocial and just uh, I withdrew from the world and other people. Um, I started a lot of self-destructive, um, self-sabotaging behaviors. Um, and then eventually I landed in prison. I landed in prison, addicted to drugs, you know, 140 pounds soaking wet at 20 years old. And um, I ended up spending five and a half years in prison, but it was like, you know, it was a gradual, um, a steady and gradual decline um, after my brother's death. And, and, and it really was just this. This is how, you know, becoming overwhelmed with grief, you know, manifested itself in my life. And, and the truth is at the root of it all was was the fact that I just I, I couldn't accept that at 24 years old, you know, my brother lost his life. Like I just, I couldn't, I, I couldn't live with it. I couldn't. And now, um, nowadays, um, just to, to paint the picture, nowadays I, I have a, a much, 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 much different attitude and perspective uh, towards death. I, I really do. Um, and I've shared this with people in my life who, you know, are, dealing with you know death or tragedy but but now I, I i really do i sort of just 
look at death as almost like the toll. Like it, 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 it is the cost of doing business. It is, it is inevitable for all of us. And, and there is no, you know, there's no telling when, when your day is going to come or anybody else's, but when death knocks on, on, on somebody's door, you know, and somebody passes away, uh, rather than becoming overcome with grief, right? Um, I'm just, I'm able to, I'm able to process it. I'm able to deal with it. I'm able to logically and reasonably continue to live my life. And, and, and instead of, you know, having uh, this attachment to what could have or would have been, instead I focus now on what was and, and, and I'm grateful. You know, I'm grateful for every day, every minute, every uh, experience, every memory that I had uh, with whoever it was that passed. And, um, and, I can, and I can continue moving forward, okay? So to draw this contrast and to demonstrate my point, like when my, my, my mother passed away um, last year, <clears throat> and um, it was my, bio, my bi biological mother, not my foster mother, but when my mother passed away, she was you know, she was only in her 60s, she wasn't that old, um, but I was, uh, she had been really, really sick, and we knew that she was, you know, she was, she was coming to the end of her life, and so that day, I remember, I was, uh, I was, I was standing in line at the gate in the airport of Salt Lake City, um, and, and I was boarding a flight, a direct flight, to go and visit my mom and see her for the last time. I knew that it would be the last time I was going to see her. And while I was standing in line to board my flight, um, my sister called me and just let me know, hey, mom just passed away. So I didn't get to see her for the last time. I didn't get to say goodbye. Um, it really was an unfortunate turn of events, you know, just looking at the whole picture. Obviously, I, I was really, really hoping to see her one more time and to, you know, get to tell her some things that I maybe should have told her before. And, you know, and e I could have easily been undone. You know, I could have easily, um, you know, really, really, really let it sidetrack me and derail me in my life. But instead, you know, I took a day or two days to process and, um, and it was a Saturday, I believe. No, yeah, it was a Saturday. No, it was a Friday when I was flying down there. So I took it. I took a day or two to process, and then on Monday morning, I showed up to work, and I continued to move forward. Like I, I, I continued to move forward. My mother's death, I had made peace with it, and I wasn't okay with it. Like that's that's what I think a lot of people hear when I'm talking about this topic. I wasn't okay with it. It wasn't like it wasn't, it, it, it was bothering me, okay? There was a lot about my mother's death that bothered me, even in addition to the fact that my mother's no longer here, okay? So I'm not saying that I was okay with it, but I was at peace. I had come to terms with the fact that, you know, my mother had her time. She had her time and, she, you know, she had her season, you know, and, and, and the season for her had just changed. You know, it really, it really had. And, and because I was able to come to terms with it, you know, almost immediately, you know, and really just process it and, and be at peace with it. You know, my, my life, had, my life didn't, 
you know, it didn't stagnate. It wasn't derailed. Um, I didn't move backwards. I didn't, nothing, you know, I didn't miss a beat. And I think that, you know, a, you know, this isn't about um, necessarily about being able to process death for in this example, but I'm get, I'm going to, I'm going to actually expand and, and apply this to a, almost every area of life here in a minute, but, but keeping it on death, you know, this isn't a, it's not about productivity. It, it really isn't. Um, it's about being able to, uh, deal with life in a, in a healthy and productive way and, and really, um, and really live the richest experience of life that you possibly can. You know, that that's more so what it's about. And, and I think that um, coming to terms with the fact that everything in life has its season and, and even being able to um, process and accept that death, death is just a part of life. You know, if you, if you, if you want, uh, if you're grateful for the opportunity that you have today to show up in your life and live and enjoy it and make memories and take adventures and make friends and fall in love. If you, if you appreciate those things about life, understand that death is just another one of those things. It's just another one of those things. It's a part of it. And, uh, and yeah, man, I mean, so, oh, the, the last point on death before I, before I broaden this up is that Sometimes I, I talk to people and they're like, man, you know, I just, I, I, you know, I, I need to take a week or I need to take a month or whatever. I, I, I need to, you know, I'm still grieving. Like I talk to somebody a month or two months or six months after their dog passes away or grandparent or God forbid, you know, a child or whoever, right? I'm still grieving, you know, and, uh, and they talk about this period of, of grief, um, and sometimes when I, when I tell people like, Hey, you know, when I'm talking to somebody that's dealing with death, I, I, I am, I'm very, very straightforward. And I know sometimes it can be perceived and received as being insensitive, but, but you got to understand my perspective was, uh, was given to me from the experiences that I've had allowing for my, for, for myself to be over overcome with grief and, 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 and my entire life be derailed, right? I'm, I'm giving the advice that I'm giving with good intentions to, to hopefully spare somebody of the experience that I, you know, that, that I created for myself um, after dealing with death. And so I know it sounds insensitive, but maybe you have to trust me on this one, right? So I'll, I'll talk to them and say, hey, listen, I know that it's hard. I know it's hard. I know it sucks, man. I know it hurts. I know it does. But but listen, you have to get up. You have to get up and keep moving forward. And sometimes I'll say, hey, what do you think that person would want you to do? Do you think that they would be, you know, happy um, to see you disheveled like this? You know, do you think they would? Or Or, hey, sometimes this is the question. What do you think that they would be doing with their life today if they had another chance? If they had a if they had an opportunity to live one more day, would they spend it the way that you're spending it? Right? Would they allow themselves to be depressed and, you know, and sad and negative and pessimistic all day or would they or would they say, "Man, today's an an extra, it's a freebie. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to make the most of this one." Right? So those questions sometimes can help people put it into perspective. But going back to grief, my thing is, 
people will say, hey, I need time to grieve. As if there's some, you know, period of grief, right? Some grieving period. But the truth is, there is not. Like my, my brother, my brother died almost 15 years ago now, okay? And I'm still grieving. You know, I, I'm still grieving. I still miss him every single day. There's not a single day that goes by when I don't think, man, you know, man, I miss my brother. You know, man, it's a shame that he didn't, he didn't get more days. Man, it's a shame he died so young. There's not, a, there's not a single day that goes by that I'm not, you know, grieving for my brother. And so this, this whole, you know, your, your idea that you need like this certain period of time to grieve, okay? Well, let's just take that off the table right now because I'm going to tell you that that period of grief, is especially when it's somebody that really, really meant a whole, a whole lot to you, okay? That period of grief may be indefinite, okay? So, so don't, you know, work yourself up or, or create this scenario in your mind like, hey, I'm just going to take this time and then I'm going to be better. It's not going to be, it's not going to get better, okay? It's not going to get better. Your perspective, your perspective on the issue or on, the, on it changes, right? Um, but going back to the broader concept, right? Because death is a great but also extreme example of how things have their season. Everything in life has its season and in life itself has its season, okay? But, but even on, on a less extreme, you know, uh, level, okay? For example, like relationships. Relationships in life, they, 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 they do, they have their season. And you may develop friendships and relationships with people. And I think, and I think that where, like going back to what I said in the beginning, like you might struggle with this and not even realize that it's something that you struggle with. All right. If, if you have, have ever had a friendship that it was, it was, this person was your best friend. You guys talked every day, all day. You spent hours and hours and hours and hours together. You spent, you took vacations together. You, well, the whole night, right? You have this friendship and slowly but surely, uh, or slowly, um, the relationship sort of changes, right? It, it, it changes. Maybe you guys, you know, somebody gets a, a new job or they move away to a new town or, um, or maybe they don't. Maybe just naturally, you guys start talking less and less, right? Maybe um, somebody gets busy, they make a new friend, um, and you start talking less and less and less, and then uh, before long, it's months and months and months pass before you got in between, you know, conversations or interactions. And, and, and some people really, really, really get bent out of shape about things like this. They, th they, they say, oh, that so-and-so changed. You know, or, oh, I don't talk to them. Oh, they're too good for me now that they got this friend, right? And, and there's a little bit of bitterness, resent, resentment there. Um, and it could, it, could, it could be any, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be bitterness or resentment. It could just be any sort of feelings that, that are associated to the acknowledgement that, like, the relationship isn't what it once was anymore, all right? And, and, and where I, why I say that people struggle with this is because... When you understand that everything in life has its season, it doesn't bother you. It doesn't bother you. You're able to, just like 
me looking at my mother's death or my brother's death and, and, and being grateful you know, for the life, the experiences, the memories, the loves, the laughs that I was, that I, you know, that those people had to enjoy, right? Instead of being bitter and angry and upset about the fact that they're no longer here, or it's the same, it's the same with the relationship. It's looking at what, you know, how great that friendship or that relationship was while it lasted. You know, cherishing those memories that you, that you share, um, you know, it, it, instead, and being happy, you know, being happy for them in their new season of life. Um, you know, and so I think that, you know, again, there's, there's, there's almost unlimited applicability of this concept because it's true with everything in business, business in business, you know, your business likely has seasons. Okay. Um, in friendships and relationships, there's seasons to those things. And in life, life itself, you know, has seasons. And when we can just, when we can just acknowledge those things and, you know, really take a step back, look at the big picture, you know, really assess and try to understand like, okay, what do these different seasons look like? What are the markers or the identifiers that we're in a different season? And, uh, and then start to take the perspective of just embracing, embracing it, um, rather than really feeling and, and being and, and, and acting resistant to the change of seasons. Like nothing in life is permanent. Nothing, nothing in life is permanent. Everything is temporary. And, and furthermore, I mean, we could even go a little bit deeper in a spiritual religious sense and say, hey, there, there, there's nothing in life is even yours. Everything in life is borrowed or given to you. Um, and, and, and so with the impermanence, with the, the, the transitory nature of life and relationships and material possessions and business, all right, when, when you can understand that and operate from a place of understanding and acknowledgement of, of, of the seasonality of things, I think that in general, your stress level, your frustration, um, the frequency and the extent to which you experience negative emotions and negative uh, mental and emotional states like depression and anxiety, those things decrease drastically because you're, you're just like me, because you're, you're at peace. You're at peace with the transitory nature of things, with the seasonality of things and you're able to, instead of being frustrated, bitter, or resentful, just acknowledge the, the changing of the seasons and, and ask yourself, okay, well, what does this new season mean or bring for me? You know, that's, that's pretty much what was on my mind today, guys. That's it. As always, I really appreciate you guys tuning in, um, your support. And, and, and dude, I mean, over these past couple days, I, I've seen so many people sharing the show on uh on on instagram you guys are posting it to your instagram stories and i cannot tell you how grateful i am for that that kind of support um you know as always and i've and i've always maintained it you know I'm, i do this just because you, you know I'm, I, man I'm, i feel incredibly grateful um for some of the lessons that life has taught me and uh you know as i mentioned you know sort of at the beginning of this conversation here 
you know, I, I've had to learn a lot of this stuff through suffering, right? Through very, very, very negative, painful experiences. And so if I can share them with people um, and, and spare them, you know, of the experiences that I had to go through in order to learn them, um, you know, even just one person, you know, it, it, uh, it'll be worth it, you know. So for those of you that help me reach new, new ears, new people, new audiences, um, thank you. You know, thank you. This mission means, it means the world to me. You know, it quite literally feels like uh, the most important thing that I could possibly do with my life. Um, and that's why I'm doing it, regardless of how many of you guys listen, I'm gonna keep on doing it. But thank you, thank you, thank you, because I know there's a bunch of you that do listen and share the show regularly. So I hope you guys have a good day and I will talk to you next time.